Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Buff Nation! Let's go! Welcome into DMVR Buffs Prime Time. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. every single day. Jake Schwanitz, RK, you know what the deal is. What is up, man? Just fresh off some illegal pizza. Feeling, yeah. Feeling so good. Love that. We got, the, we got the flag repping right here now. Oh. Um, so they're always with us. Well earned. Well yes. earned by illegal pizza. Absolutely. One of our favorites, if not our favorite. Uh, interesting show we have today. Yeah. What a weekend of just roller coaster yeah. reporting. Yeah. It's been like the last two weekends yeah. now, too. True. Absolutely crazy. We are starting off with Nicholas Harbor, the five-star 2023 athlete, tight end slash edge. Um, we talked about him a little bit, just a little bit on Friday, but we've had a, an interesting development that maybe isn't. It's, it's definitely a development. Just how much of a development it is is up for debate. Let me just start here on Nicholas Harbor. Of all the freaks that I've seen since the Buffs got Coach Prime, and we used to not really see freaks. Now we see <laughs> yeah. lots of freaks. He is the freakiest. Oh, yeah. You miss out on Malachi Coleman? What do you do? You just go get a bigger, faster, stronger Malachi Coleman. That's what he is. He is. He, he's like whatever. Like uh, when, you know, when a kid says, like, Mom, can we have so-and-so? And she's <laughs> like, we have so-and-so at home. Yeah. So Malachi Coleman is Nicholas Harbor at home. Love it. That's who this guy is. He is amazing. Um, we've actually talked about him before. He was in the race with Dylan Edwards at the Under Armour All-American game where Dylan Edwards run, uh, won, but this Nicholas Harbor, I mean, he's just posting his track videos online. It is, it's rare stuff. And let's be clear, Dylan Edwards is what, 5'8"? Five, 5'7", five, I think yeah. is what he's listed at. Um, so Nicholas Harbor is 6'5", what, 250? 225. Okay, 225. 6'5", 225, and he's racing Dylan Edwards. Yes. That's not supposed to happen. Not at all. <laughs> um, it should be mentioned. So, as I said, very interesting day. It was reported first. He is visiting Boulder. He said it himself on his Instagram, posted a story with the location tag, Boulder, Colorado. Uh, everyone was reporting it. Then Adam Munster Tiger and 247 Sports came out and reporting. This is the tweet from Adam. False alarm with Nicholas Harbor. The five-star athlete prospect is not visiting the CU Buffs today, uh, according to 247 Sports and National Recruiting Director Steve Wiltfong, despite a social media post from Harbor indicating he had arrived in Boulder on a visit this morning. So, um, you know, we learn something new every day, Jake. And we had actually already learned this um, because Cormani McLean taught us no matter where you are, yep. <laughs> you can tag your location anywhere because, of course, Cormani was in Boulder. And uh, he famously did the exact same thing that Harbor did with a black screen, yep. tagged himself in Tampa, and said the famous words, y'all trim. Y yep. <laughs> Which I've only been able, I've just used contextual clues to assume what that means. Um, you can find it on Urban Dictionary. Okay. Like, y'all are full of shit? Um, that's actually a, a nicer way to put it, I think. Oh, so. wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have to, I have to, uh, You'll officially have to urban dictionary yep. that one. Uh, anyways, Nicholas Harbor is doing the opposite. He's pulling a reverse Cormani, not in Boulder, but saying he is in Boulder. Now this could mean a lot. It could mean one, he's just having fun with this, playing games, trying to get everyone riled up, which if he was good on him, that was funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if or he could be saying like, I'm in kind of like I'm in Boulder, like maybe I'm going soon. I might be there this weekend, whatever it may be at the very, like, I guess the, the, the lowest end of the scale after he's just fucking with everyone is he's showing some interest in the buffs. Yeah. Well, 
We had the Tim Brewster tweet from Friday. Yep. Saying he was in the nation's capital, which is where Nicholas Harbor is from. And I feel like if we didn't already go through this Cormani stuff, maybe we'd feel like uh, we're maybe kind of getting played here. I think Nicholas Harbor may just be playing the game, though. And yeah. you know Coach Prime and Bucky and all those guys are willing to play it also with the Cormani thumbnail and all that. So who really knows? But I think the signs that are pointing to Boulder with Nicholas Harbor are good. They're encouraging. It, uh, for sure. Like, I mean, it could be also like, you know, James Taylor said, in my mind, I'm going to Carolina. Mm -hmm. Maybe he was saying, like, in my mind, I'm going to Colorado. That's why he tagged himself in Colorado. Um, I do... The buffs are in the mix at the very least. Right. Um, that's at the very, very, very least. He thought about Boulder, Colorado today it's in one version or another. And like, let's be real here. Like people, I don't think people are just like playing coach prime, you know, that'd be very bold. Yeah. I, I just don't think that happens. So uh, I think the buffs are at the very least in the conversation, in the mix. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if they get a, visit from nicholas harbour sometime soon by the way i just have to double down on this this dude like if we redrafted the my guy draft yeah after a nicholas harbour commitment i would take him number two overall wow really yeah interesting or i guess i would take shador yeah and then my sec like my next target would be nicholas harbour he looks like an absolute stud um something else that should be mentioned steve wiltfong Put out a tweet and he reached out to Nicholas's parents, where Nicholas's dad said, Nick is nowhere near Colorado. Nick is at school. He also added, both he and his wife are at work. So they are Dude. trying to really downplay this thing. I also feel like he's really annoyed that he had to answer this call. He's <laughs> like, no, like Nick is at school and I'm at work. <laughs> yes. Have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> Um, all right, moving on to the next. Uh, we have to harbor good vibes uh, for this one. You never let us down in that department, <laughs> Ryan. Uh, Jaden Rashada. We talked about him on Friday. Um, interesting timing with our show because right before we went live, the tweet came out from Adam Gorney of Rivals saying he's on his way to Colorado. Then I think it was towards the end of our show or right after our show, he said, uh, nope, actually going to ASU instead. It was after our show. So he spent the weekend at ASU, and then he's going to visit TCU after. So yeah. I guess the buffs are out. Yeah, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. Um, can we just – I hate to be the, the – I, I strictly avoid trying to be the journalism police, but tweeting out, I have not been able to confirm this yet, but I'm told that Jaden Rashada could be in Boulder as soon as today is kind of lame, yeah. especially if you end up being wrong. Yep. Just, just say. No, you're right. Um, you wouldn't. I, I guess I'll put it this way: for someone who is not like again trying to play the journalism police, I would never do that. Right. <laughs> no, for sure. Uh, Rashada, I guess, is out of it though. So we move on to Guy Thomas, a very intriguing. Um, I would say former buff, but it looks like he's trying to change that. One more thing on Rashada: I just don't think he probably wanted to sit for two years. Yeah. And that was always kind of the underlying part of this. Not to mention the Buffs have two true freshman commits right. for this year mm -hmm. uh, at quarterback. So if he, you know, it, it was going to create an interesting situation if he did come. I would have, if he committed, I would have thought Coach Prime might have told him Shadur's going to the league after next year. Yeah. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see exactly what Shador does. Um, I mean, they went after the three-star quarterbacks, but they haven't been very aggressive with the top-of-the-line quarterbacks in this class, so mm -hmm. I think that's a sign of things to come. That maybe 2024 and beyond is when we start to see more quarterbacks. It makes perfect sense, right? Come and sit for a year behind Shador, and then it's your show. Yep. <clears throat> Looks like that's what it's shaping up to be. Um, Guy Thomas, though, he wants back, it sounds like. Um, he was... He looks like an NFL guy. He's had serious flashes of just impressive play on the edge, rushing the passer, defending the run. Um, didn't do much last year, but that's not saying very much as no one really no did, one did anything. Much. But he wants to be back. What do we make of this? So was there any Guy Thomas saga? Like, did he announce anything? Did he enter the transfer portal? Did He declared for the draft initially. And you can do that. If you don't sign an agent, you okay, can come back so to school. It's just like the NBA style. Yep. Um. Why not? 
is where I stand on this. Like, obviously, he's going to be acutely aware that he's going to have some serious competition for snaps. Uh, but at the same time, depth is a very important thing to have in college football. And I think even if you're low on Guy Thomas, you would acknowledge him as a solid Pac-12 depth piece. You know what I mean? Like, right. You could the high, the person who's highest on Guy Thomas would talk about well he has an NFL body and you know he's shown flashes of a really good Pac-12 player. And the person who's lowest on him I think would say he's a, he's a depth piece in the Pac-12. So I'm in on uh, him coming back. I'm in on bringing him back, and I would would be rooting for him. You know, um, one thing I would be against is letting him have number one. Who's gonna be number one? I don't know. Just. That that's like the best number in my opinion. So yeah, it's got to go to that. like, not that you can't have on both sides, but like Dylan Edwards should wear number one mm-hmm. in my opinion, um, or a, a dope wide receiver. Right. So, you know, maybe on the other side, Cormani's gonna wear seven. Travis probably wear twelve. Um, someone else is, should get number one. So the report came from Jeff Hauser of uh, the Ralphie Report from SB Nation. As I said, he... And it was an interview, I believe. Um, I'm just was looking at an article. I don't know if it's an interview or not, okay. actually. I um, thought I had a quote from him. But anyways, he announced he was going to enter the 2023 NFL draft, but now obviously having second thoughts. Um, so yeah, he spoke to Buffs beat reporter Brian Shable okay. uh, following the Tropicana Bowl on Saturday. Mm. So that's one of those senior bowl type of yeah. all-star games. Obviously has not signed an agent yet. Um, in his career at Colorado, this actually might be, oh yeah, 23 games at Colorado, 90 tackles, 11 and a half tackles for a loss, and two and a half sacks. He's one of those guys that when you look at him, first off the bus team. For sure. Absolutely jacked, stacked, looks like a dude. By the way, a couple different people in the comments saying Prime doesn't let players wear number one unless they earn it. It's exactly what I'm talking about, Coach. Oh yeah. I love when me and Coach Prime are on the same page. <laughs> love to see um, that. It really helps my confidence. Um, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, number one, number two, and 21. Got to be earned now. Two and 21. <laughs> probably already spoken for. Um, yeah. Again, Guy Thomas is Pac-12 size, Pac-12 strength. Um, looks like a guy when he's out there. And who knows what coaching could do for him, obviously. For sure. You know, coaching uh, got... Um, James Houston to the league, you right? Know? So, um, let's see what they can do with them. That comment from RJ there asking how good is Guy Thomas actually? So, we've already kind of said he didn't do much on the field at CU. I mean, no one really did. But I've always thought that he was someone. When you get into the combine and the workout scene, he is going to blow people away. He's going to have the raw numbers, the tangibles, if you will, and that's going to be what gets him a camp invite, if not drafted late day three. So we'll see. I mean, he needs coaching, obviously. I think we've hit that. He's absolutely someone who has yet to reach his potential as a player. Yep. Or at least his production has not matched his aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he's not very good as of now, but he's a guy who looks like he could be. Yep. Um, Moving on. Ready? Yep. Shout out to Shady Rays. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company. That offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expe- expensive pair that you've worn. They have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code DMVR or visit them in-store at the Park Meadows Mall. For 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses, try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Also, shout out to Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker wins for Colorado families. And the best part is they are free up until they win money in your case. No upfront fee to speak with them about their case. No fee while they work on your case and no fee unless they win your case. Bacchus and Shanker have won over $1 billion for their clients. Box and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. We can even help if you're injured at work. Call us at 222-2222 to find out if we have a case for free. 
Box and Shanker wins. Do you want to keep him with the 2-2-2 theme? Can you guess how many days away we are from the TCU game? I'm going to guess 222. 222 days. That is so long, Jake. I don't even like thinking about that. I know. It'll be here quickly. Um, 222 days? Yep. Like, once you get to 90 days, the weather's all, like, really nice. <laughs> I know. And it's golf season. Yeah. That feels a really long way away. It's so unfair how long the football off season is. Yes. I will campaign this constantly. It's unfair. I like that. Feels like baseball off season is like two weeks. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. The season ends and like two days later, they're like pitchers and catchers are reporting yeah, today. Literally like, though. Wait, what? Uh, golf season for the professionals is the, their off season is like six weeks. Yeah, it's insane. It's ridiculous. Formula One, like two and a half months, and that's a world championship. Yeah, too bad. Like the USFL and the XFL aren't that entertaining. I'm just not a big spring football guy though. Like I'm, I'm all NFL draft, of course, buffs, but like I'm like NFL draft mode until May. That reminded me, spring football, and actually Angela uh, in the comments said, "Looks like the spring game uniforms will be the all black. Probably go all black versus all white, right?" Think so. Those are the those are the two uniforms that uh, Travis and Shador love. Right. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. Speaking of the spring game, remember when I said uh, Rick George, you're not charging me enough for my season tickets, and I got a call the next day. Oh no! What now? Now I think people are listening to me. So here's what I'm going to say: charge money for the spring game, straight up. We will all pay it. Like, you don't have to get crazy with it, but it's always been free. Tar- charge twenty dollars, please. Yeah. Fifty fifty thousand people times twenty dollars. Everyone is willing to pay it. No one is going to not go because right. of twenty dollars. Right. So. I'm telling you, Colorado, that you can take $20 from me uh, and, and thousands of other people because the, <laughs> the uh, demand for that game is going to be insane. People are going to want to go. We obviously, as a program, need money. What a better way to like, do a grassroots fundraising opportunity sure. than just asking 20 bucks to go to the spring game. If you want to lower it as low as five, I don't care. But make some money off of this opportunity, please. Yep. Thank you. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Also, the DMBR Buffs account, under 100 followers left until we reach 10,000. Damn. Follow us at DMBR underscore Buffs. Head to get, is that, help us get to 10. Is that going to be a over 100% increase from the pre-prime era? Yes. We're, we're already over 100% increase. Wow. It's insane. Let's try to get it by tomorrow's show. Let's do we it. Know, I know we ask a lot of you guys. Like, we're one thumbs up away from 100 right now. Yep. Um, we got to crank those numbers up. But... Let's by time by the time we go live tomorrow, let's get DNVR buffs to ten thousand followers. And tomorrow's shaping up to be a really fun show. Oh, is it? Yes. Interesting. We're scheduled to have a guest. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yep. Let's go. Yep. Um, okay, moving on. This upcoming weekend is shaping up to being a massive recruiting weekend. 11 players confirmed already to be coming to Boulder. Wow. But we only have one 2023 prospect. It's a JUCO transfer. Interesting. We are Coach Prime is shooting for the future here. Yes. Many 2024s, 25s. There's a 2027 in there. That's wild. That's got to be unofficial, right? I would assume so because doing the, doing the math before we started this show, this kid be in eighth grade if he's 2027, right? How wild is this? Yeah, that's that is super wild, and especially just knowing what I know about visits, it's even extra wild. Yes. All right, you ready for the list of names? Let's do it. Okay. And these are just the ones that have already said it, like publicly. Yes, publicly on Twitter. So this is turning out to be. I'm not trying to overstate it when I say massive recruiting weekend. We start with Dejon Calamon. That name sound familiar? It does sound familiar. So he was one of the first, I think, the first player to actually commit to Coach Prime once he was hired. Okay. Committed on December 3rd, which was... I think Winston Watkins was the first. Okay, so then he was second. He was very close up there. He's a 2024 three-star wide receiver. Committed to CU already from Luzinger High School in Lawndale, California. Love it. Next one. Yep, we'll see him this weekend. Kareem Hardin. So this is your JUCO transfer, 2023 JUCO. Uh, prospect from Butler Community College in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I believe he plays offensive line. Um, so another veteran possible commit. Uh, let me just double check on Kareem Harden that he's offensive line. Yep, offensive tackle. Okay. 
So can't have uh, enough of those, I suppose. Absolutely not. Listed at 65290. You never hope to have to tap into your depth, but just about every team does. Yep. Next guy, Tay Lockett, 2026 athlete from University City High School in San Diego, California. This man doesn't even have any stars attached to his profile yet. Yet. Big yet. yet. Yes. Um, wow. This is an interesting development uh, in the whole recruiting you know, scene that we've been dealing with. You obviously have had the first uh, big visit weekend was heavy, heavy transfers. Um, then, of course, you had the one that was all transfers. There's been a couple that had more 2023 guys. Now you're moving to the for, uh, moving forward to the future classes mm-hmm. and just laying down groundwork. Um, it reminds me of what we said about the Cherry Creek kid. Why is his name escaping me? That went to Blake Warren. Purchase. Blake Purchase. It's like the Buffs were having to overcome years of relationship making. Right. In that, well, here's the Buffs laying down their years of relationship making with a lot of these kids. So, uh, great, great. Yeah, you know, a great opportunity this weekend to start laying the foundation. So keep that in mind, the relationships and what you were talking about with Colorado high schools, because it's going to come up and be relevant here shortly. Next guy, AJ Guida, G-U-I-D-A. Okay. From Denver, Colorado. Nice. Goes to Mullen High School, class of 2024. He is a linebacker, currently rated three stars, 86th linebacker in the 24 class, 6'2", 210. I Good think size. he only has one offer from the University of Colorado. Interesting. Um, a lot of people did not think that Coach Prime was going to be interested in Colorado. Uh, and I never believed that. Um, Coach Prime's interested in getting dudes. Oh, yeah. And if you're a dude, literally no matter where you're, where you're from, whether it's Aurora, Alaska, Arvada, or England. Yep. Sorry, it didn't fit the ace. Uh, I'll just throw in Antarctica. There you go. He's going to find you and, uh, and be interested in you. So uh, especially for a three-star guy to have an offer from Colorado in that class is, is, uh, is impressive. And it tells you that he's got something to him. Well, what was that tweet that uh, – was it Coach Prime or Brewster that put it out that – or it was Coach Prime. I'm sending my staff out to recruit some no-stars like they're five-stars or something along those lines. That was cool. It is cool. He gets it, man. Yep. All right, next guy. I said AJ, so we're on to Danny Okoye from Noah Homeschool in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Interesting. That's what it says on his 247 profile. Right, right. I don't know. Uh, 2024 class plays edge 6'4", 241, the 20th ranked edge in the 2020 class, according to 247 Sports. He is a four-star composite player and a top 300 player nationally. Top 200, actually. Let's go. Yes, sir. Next one, Shakir Collins, another 2024 linebacker from Adelanto High School in Adelanto, California. Like it. Uh, linebacker, 6'2", 220, 49th ranked linebacker in this next class. Three-star, 247, three-star composite. Has 16 offers. Love it. Cody uh, in the chat, as always, doing God's work, saying uh, on our way to 600 likes. Someone earlier said, let's get him to 700. Oh, my gosh. What's the record right now? Uh, for Five? In a live show? It must yeah. have been Friday, right? Yeah. Friday went crazy. And it was a short show, too. It was. Buff Nation showed out. Um, let's go for the record today. Let's do it. Shout out to Cody and Jimmy, everyone in the comments who helps pump us up. Yes. We love you guys. Next guy, Danny O'Neill. I believe he actually visited or he may have visited this last weekend. I'll need to double check, but Danny O'Neill is a three-star quarterback in the 24 class from Cathedral High School in Indianapolis, Indiana, six foot 185, ranked the 30th quarterback According to 247 Sports, he does have a crystal ball to Kentucky, however. Interesting. Um, I'm also interested by the Buffs not being uh, scared off of quarterback prospects by size. Yep. Cason uh, Wiseman also on the smaller side. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, this kid. Um, Shador certainly not on the smaller side. Right. And also Staub not on the smaller side. But I'm just, I guess, a little bit surprised that they uh, they don't care about that. They're all about arm talent. 
Sean Lewis marked as the primary recruiter. Love it. Next guy. This one is hype. And this goes back to the connections that you were talking about. Mm -hmm. I think it was Jordan Onavu from <clears throat> Modern Day. Yep. So this is Brandon Baker, who is going to be visiting this next weekend. Uh, yes. Number one offensive tackle in the 2024 class. Sheesh. He is ranked four stars, 247, four stars composite, even though he is a top 20 recruit, according to 247 Sports. He's got plenty of time to earn that last star. I, think. I was going to say, how does the best tackle in the country not get a fifth star? He'll earn it. He'll earn it. He's got another uh, season of high school. He tweeted something cool, though. Like It was like kind of hype about why he was coming to her. Just like, he seemed excited that he was coming to Boulder this weekend, which yep. I love. Yeah, for sure. I'm trying to find it. There's a lot of guys who have announced today. So. Um, 6'5", 285, though. How about that? And what, 17 years old? Yep. Still or needs less. to go through his senior year of high school. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, 23 offers. Florida, Florida State in there. Auburn's in there. That's just what it's showing right here. Next guy. Another guy that doesn't have any stars yet, but Jacob Alvarez, tight end from Chaparral High School in Temecula, California. Six foot four, 220 pounds, class of 25. Six offers so far, no stars yet. What are the offers? The offers are Arizona, Arizona State, Michigan State, Ole Miss, San Jose State, and Washington State. So I guess Colorado has solid even spread. Offered. Yep. Um, and then one last one. Stacy Bay. He is uh. six foot one, two hundred pounds, class of twenty four. Ranked three stars, two, four, seven, three stars composite, 58th athlete, 58 ranked athlete in the class. Has nine offers uh, Arizona, Colorado, Washington, Washington State, Colorado State, um, Florida State, Louisiana, Monroe, Louisville, Nevada, Fresno State, San Jose State, UCLA. Interesting spread. Very interesting. But, well, most of the Pac 12 in there. So there it is. That's what we know already on a Monday. 11 names that are going to be in Boulder this week. That's a lot to know on Monday. Yeah. That's a lot to know on Monday. And maybe Nicholas Harbor. Hopefully Nicholas Harbor. Hopefully for sure. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm sure there will be more to this saga. Um, it's funny to imagine the 247 people just scrambling today <laughs> when they saw that. Like, yep. What is he? Yep. Really? Um, and I bet Nicholas Harper thinks that's funny, too. Um, anyways, <laughs> I think there's a chance that in one of these, you know, weekends soon, he'll be here. For sure. Um, okay, so I think... I guess this is the last weekend before signing day, right? Yes. Um, yes, so signing day is a week from Wednesday. So we are, what is that, nine days away, including today? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, uh, to call it. I'm going to say that I, I'm calling it just a prediction. That Nicholas Harbor will be in Boulder this weekend. Let's see. Let's hope. Yes. Please. Don't um, put the, uh, last time I uh, predicted something on a podcast, someone tweeted it out like it was a report. I know. <laughs> it's like, no, no, that was just guessing. <laughs> just, just guessing. Just talking. <laughs> so it looks like Danny O'Neill uh, was actually in Boulder this weekend. He is the 2024 three-star quarterback from Indianapolis. Okay, cool. Um, he's the only player I saw who said he was here this weekend. As we said on Friday, I think it was pretty light in terms of visits. Yeah. And O'Neal's the only one I saw. There you go. Someone said, like, Stetson Bennett is undersized. Oh, I'm not against undersized quarterbacks by any stretch of the mind. Some Especially of the, not in college. Exactly. I was gonna say, some of the best college quarterbacks that you can think of were Kyler Murray, undersized. Baker Mayfield, undersized. Russell Wilson, undersized. Our guy, Jaden Delora. Jaden Delora. Jake Hayner. Right, right. Size at quarterback in college is yep. very... I mean, probably irrelevant. For sure. Um, what else we got? Meanwhile, you've got the kid at Nevada who's, what, like 6'11"? <laughs> he looks like, I think he's only like 6'8 or something. Carson Strong? No, no. The I think he's a current. He's there at Nevada or Utah State. Their uniforms are so alike that I get them mixed up. But there's a quarterback in one of those schools who's like a, he looks like a center in basketball. Really? <laughs> yeah, That's insane. wild. Um, I'm going to have to dig into that. Uh, do we want to do a break, then do YouTube? Yeah. Let's do a break then to tell you guys about our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. Have you tried the Mile High Golden City Ale yet? Yes. And thoughts? And it's great. 
It is great. A little bit of sour, a little bit hoppy, very crushable. It's so yeah. It's like a. I don't know how to explain it. It's like if you like beer, but you also like to drink a lot of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a good beer for you. Not like a. You know, like there's some people who like beer. There's like some people who like beer. They like it so much that they're like, oh, I just want to really enjoy this one beer. Right. And like, cool. That's that's more power to you. But I fall into the other category, which is like, I like a good beer, but I like the beer that I drink to be one that I want to have several of. Exactly. Mile High City Gold Nail fits that description. Mile High City Gold Nail definitely fits that description. So does my favorite, the Mountain Beach Sour. Yes, it does. Strawberry Sky, your favorite also? Strawberry Sky is my favorite, and it is also a all-day type of beer. We just love Breckenridge Brewery. We do. Um, We're going to be there on Friday. Yes. Massive day on Friday. Yeah, live show fun. from there Friday. Yes, live show from the farmhouse at Breckenridge Brewery. If you haven't actually been there, you should go. Yes. Not, I mean, if you want to come say what up to us on Friday, please do. Um, but just anytime, go down there. They've got a, a beautiful restaurant. Um, there's beers down there that you can have that like you can't have anywhere else. Mm -hmm. um, great food, like smoked wings they have there. Yep. They can get some other stuff out there in the smoker. And then it doesn't apply right now, but during the summer, you have a massive backyard out there where you can you know play bags or giant Jenga or some. They like, have concerts they have, out there. Uh, yeah, sometimes they also have like games on on a on a big projector screen so it's actually a really cool place to hang out it's massive it's a campus it is, is what it is it really is the breck farmhouse anyways check out their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a brew near you here we go jim in the comments has my back kid is at nevada he's 610 that's amazing it looks wild when he's out there <laughs> i don't know how i haven't heard of this he's probably not good enough no well well we'll see ever i don't know um, real quick shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook though. Four NFL teams, two conference championship games. It's bittersweet. NFL season's winding down, but man, it's the best time of year for NFL. Let's bet at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You should know. Um, I'm 10 and 0 picking playoff games. Wow. Yeah. Against the spread or just yeah. straight up? Uh, straight up. I would say I took L's but walked around like I was undefeated, but I didn't take any <laughs> L's. I just walked around like I was undefeated because I am. You can do that also <laughs> on the DraftKings Sportsbook, where new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. You can also check out their stepped-up same-game parlays, where the more legs you add, the better your odds are. I missed a heartbreaker of a stepped-up same-game parlay yesterday. Oh. I had team total over 19.5 points for the Niners. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Greenlaw. He just picked sixes that on the second to last Cowboys drive. Just kill him. As soon as I saw them starting to kick field goals, I was like, this is not good for me. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DMVR. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Uh, Air Teeth in the comments said, CU needs baseball and track to get even better recruits. No baseball, but we do have track and field. Well, don't they have a club baseball team? They do, I think so. Um, but it's been a long thing. I would love to get baseball, though I don't think that's going to impact the recruiting, Yeah. to be honest. Um, it would be cool for Coach Prime to be able to like get some kid who's a football-slash-baseball player, and you know he's the perfect fit to come play for Coach Prime. Um, but it's... It's the tra the track and field definitely plays a role. I know a lot of guys like to do that. Coach Prime told a story in one of the recent well off videos of how he ran the two hundred and smoked them and won. Um, but we we definitely have track. We also are pretty pretty darn good at it. Um, we also of course have cross country in which we are dominant. In. Yep. Um, but there was a funny video of yeah. Coach Prime yep. talking to the cross country team. And they're like, yeah. "Did you run cross country?" He's like, "No." <laughs> And then Bucky, I think, had the insert. Like, right, only you, white people run cross yeah, country. Yeah, something exactly, like that. exactly. But um, BMAC here, wired, fired, and inspired. Let's go. What up, BMAC? Uh, so, anyways, track and field definitely. We also, uh, you know, just while we're talking about sports, we're dominant. In, dominant in skiing. Yep, yep. Curtis, the SID for that too. Yes, my guy. Um, all right. Well, we were sort of talking about some YouTube. Let's go further into it. Do we want to start off with the well-off video, the EA Sports video? Ah, yes. Let's speculate. Which game do you think he was there promoting or doing work for? 
Well, I have to say this. Okay. I have to open with this. Uh, if you've listened enough, you know that I'm a Madden fiend. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot, like you know, a lot of people talk about the fact that I've won six Super Bowls in the DMV. A DMVR lot of people Madden talk League. about that. A lot that. of people talk about that. I wouldn't bring that up. But right. You don't want to be braggadocious. Yeah. No, I wouldn't exactly. But a lot of people do talk about that in Madden right now, or at least for like a couple months. They had like the Prime Edition going, and like when you opened up the game, the the character that came up was Coach Prime. So I was thinking maybe they're like updating that or doing something with that. That's the boring speculation. Yep. The exciting speculation would be they're getting Coach Prime for, of course, the rebirth of NCAA football. We're coming up on almost 10 years without a new NCAA. It's, it's high time. It is. It's prime time to, get, to bring it back. Maybe cover time? Wow. I would kind of hope that they give it to a kid and give him a sick NIL deal with right. it. So Shador, Travis, or Travis, I'm in on that. Uh, of course, I would love Coach Prime to be involved as well, but I almost wonder if there's like I don't know. I'm imagining almost like a story mode where you get to like play for Prime. There's gotta be. <laughs> there's gotta. And be. so like they're like building his character, you know, because <laughs> right. like they'll have him voice it and everything like that. That would be sick. That would be sick. Could you imagine? There's a story mode in NCAA football, which of course like. 90% of recruits are going to have, and there's literally a little thing, a bar on the bottom that says play for prime, yep. <laughs> and that's the story mode you play. Do you know how amazing that would be for recruiting, though? I mean, literally your pitch would be like, go play the game. This is what it's like. Yes, and they like have the facilities in yeah. there and everything. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, amazing stuff. Um, did you watch the Nick Williams video from the pregame show? I did not. It is amazing, and... It's the first I really got to like dig in and learn about Nick Williams, and he is a very passionate and impressive football coach. Hell yeah. He is young, so he gets the current generation. He's worked at Georgia, Texas A&M. He's been all over the place under amazing coaches, and his passion just comes off the screen. There's a, a awesome part in that video where he's like breaking down NFL film mm. and talking about how he sees defense, and he talks mm. about... Havoc plays, attacking the ball, TFLs, sacks, PBUs, interceptions, anything like that. That's what he's about. This is the kind of stuff, Jake, that like you got to send to me when you're watching it. Like you have to see this. <laughs> you got to watch this. I'll send it to you right now so that it's ready for you. But I, uh, I love like watching people who really know football break down football. Oh yeah. Um, there's an incredible video of Steve Sarkeesian breaking down his offense at Alabama. Yes. I've watched it like four times. Fantastic one. It's the, so it's just fascinating to hear like the it's like hearing um I don't know like Paul McCartney talk about why he wrote a song. Right. It's like seeing a coach talk about how they like use this orbit screen to set set up this other screen. Yep. It's like oh my god. Have you watched the the Nick Saban Michigan State like defensive clinic video that's like 25 years old at this point? No. I've watched that one Add a handful of times. Yeah, love it. Um, I think that's about it for YouTube Corner, actually. Unless I'm missing anything. I watched the uh, Travis Hunter destroying video for a second time this weekend. Did you? He, yeah. There's a behind the scenes one of that one out. There is. Yes. Oh my god, I should have spent my time watching that. It's on Travis's YouTube page. It was just so well shot, like especially some of those Travis Hunter hype shots that I was like, I want to watch this on my fo- on my TV, not just on my yeah. on my cam uh, or on my phone. So I got it on the big screen, and it's it was sick. I gotta send you a list of videos then. Please do. Um, did you watch? I believe it was the most recent well-off video, but Dylan Edwards is in it quite a bit. What? Yeah, I did watch the most recent well-off video. The same one as the EA Sports one. I believe so. It's the one where uh, Sado's in it. Yeah, Dylan Edwards is in it quite a bit. Oh man, I must have not just recognized him. Yep. Bucky, we gotta get the the identifiers. I know. I know. I, here I am watching someone who should be my guy, but you stole him from me. We can share him, Ryan. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Maybe I'll have a trade deal for you later in the year. All right. I like this. I like this. Um, that reminded me, though. Have you heard about Elijah Yelverton? Only from our comments. Okay. Because I don't really... So he is a former Iowa tight end, I believe. Which that already sets off some alarms. Right. 
Um, he posted, or not posted, but in his Twitter bio, it says TE at University of Colorado Boulder. He is in uh, the video with Shador throwing. That's him? Uh, he's catching balls in that video. He retweeted it. Is that him also next to Triore in the most recent well-off video? Too? It might be. Because that dude was big. Um, 6'5", 225. Huh. How did this happen? I don't know. <laughs> I, I DM'd him myself. I was like, hey, man, you on the team or not? Like, what's going on here? Did he respond? Not yet. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> um, but he is 6'5", 225 tight end, was a 2020 recruit, three stars, was committed to Iowa from Trinity Christian School in Dallas, Texas. Okay. Do they, they have the timeline on the page that you're on? Yeah. Um, it doesn't say. See you. It says he entered the portal on December 9th. What's going on, guys? I don't know. So uh, we've uh, got on three who still has Anthony Robinson yeah. in Colorado. I've got people like tagging me in that because I, I, I responded to someone. They were like, they're like, you keep forgetting about this guy. And I was like, I'll just say this. He's not coming. I, I don't know what to say. And then. A bunch of people like tagged me in his on three profile, which says he's at Colorado, and I'm like, I'm like 99% sure he's not coming to Colorado. Yeah. Um, at the same time, now we've got recruits that we didn't even know about who are already on campus. People Maybe. are saying he knows Shador. He played at the Prime Truth Academy. He obviously played Is at. Is it possible he's a walk Trinity Christian? Maybe. And that's why there was no fanfare. He's in the portal though. I mean, you could transfer and walk on. I don't know. Wild. Yeah. Um, but he obviously has Coach Prime and Shador ties, as everyone is saying right now. So. All right. I, I guess he's here. He's already coming. He's a I, buff, I, 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 I guess. I can't say he's coming when he's literally on campus catching passes That's, from Shador. Yeah. He's here. Um, someone also said Dylan Edwards is in the uh, Reach the People media video. Ah, see too many videos too many um all right ready for questions yep e double r any update on micah bernard who would be such a great depth piece at running back i think he just came and went i don't think he's looking to play at cu it would be surprising to see him commit on top of cavassier smoke well we speculated that that oh actually i don't think i talked to you about this that tweet that cavassier smoke put out um, before the weekend Carmani visited, where he made himself clear, I am verbally committed to see you. And then last week, he's in the videos, so I'm assuming that commitment is a little further than verbal at this point. Right, right, right. Okay. So, um, I yeah. did see somewhere, like, it said committed and not signed, and I was surprised by that. Yeah. Um, oh, recruiting's weird, man. It is, very uh, Courtney Williams, any running backs recruited? Did I talk about the 2027 kid? Did I you forget? Didn't. You didn't. You, you ended before uh, the, forgot about the wildest part of that whole story. So, yeah. So, Edward Rivera, a 2027 linebacker slash running back from Laced Facts Academy okay. from I don't know where because he doesn't even have a 247 profile yet, is visiting this weekend. <sighs> <laughs> That's an, I don't even know what to say. 2027 would mean that he's not even a high school freshman yet. He's in eighth he's grade. In eighth grade. Which, by the way, I'm full support of getting in early. But he, that can't be a normal visit. No. <laughs> like, no. there's got to be like per, parental supervision right. at all times. Right. Um, I don't know, though. It's weird. I've got people on Twitter tagging the Buffs account class of 2031. Like, <laughs> we're coming, coach. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, next question, Kale. Cooper asks, can Prime get CU a baseball program? Um, maybe indirectly. I guess also directly he could help push it forward. Yeah. But the biggest hurdle between CU and baseball, as far as it's ever been told to me, is money. Um, and this shouldn't be as big of a deal with football – or sorry, with baseball and softball, but of course – if you bring in baseball, you have to bring in softball as well because of Title IX, um, and you have to keep the scholarships even. And <clears throat> I guess I've always been told like that would be an, a really insane undertaking, and with the football program having been down for 20 years, they just don't have that type of spending money from an athletics program uh, standpoint. So if Coach Prime 
has the buffs, you know, up and competing for and or winning championships um, in the next few years. Well, that financial outlook might look a lot different. And then I think if he was, for whatever reason, pushing, hey, we should we should get a baseball program here at CU. What's going on? I think he could help. So maybe we'll see. Next question, Kale. VHF is Dylan Edwards enrolled at CU now. I would say I'm 95% certain that he is because he did early signing day, obviously. And yep. I think most of those guys in early signing day enrolled. I, I, I'm pretty sure when he committed, it was said that he was going to be an early enrollee. So, yeah. And I also don't think he would be, a, uh, maybe he would be allowed to be like on campus hanging around, but I'm pretty sure he's enrolled. I think so also. Uh, next question from Chip. Do you all like Woods at linebacker with a little more weight? Uh, we talked about this quite a bit. Um, Only in very specific scenarios. Yeah. Um, if you want to use him as like a dime linebacker, yes. sure. Yeah. Sign me up. Um, I don't think he's making a permanent switch to off-ball linebacker, though. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he can handle pulling guards and, you know, centers blocking down and stuff like that quite at his size. He's only like 220, I think. Yeah. He hits like he's bigger than that. He does. That's that's a, that would be. A, I mean, you'd probably have to get up to two forty at least, and I just, I don't envision that happening. Probably a long shot. Uh, from DCB, what's the deal with Pac-12 expansion, media rights, and accounting probs? I don't know accounting. There was the problems. whole thing that came out recently of like two people were fired because of some bullshit that they were doing. High level, like Pac-12 Pac officials. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I. I, I it's guess not I my kind of news, so I just saw the headline and kept scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even see that. Um, in terms of uh, what else did you say? Um, expansion and uh, media deal. Oh, and the media deal. Media deal. We're still waiting. Expansion. I mean, we've heard about bunch about San Diego State. Um, who else? Fresno State potentially. Yeah. Was it? Uh, Tulane even SMU was SMU. thrown around. Um, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Not until next year does this come up, but you would assume that news could break about it at any time. Yep. I think we're just waiting for it. Yeah. Because it's got to come down at some point. For sure. What else we got, Kale? Cody asking stat expectations for number two. I need. I'd have to. My brain is wired to think of NFL quarterback stats um so i'd have to look at like some precedent to before i say something outlandish well i can tell you uh some single season records for the buffs okay sounds good single season passing records cepho in 2014 3200 on the dot okay so hold on let me get out my calculator for <laughs> uh this exercise 3200 Divided by, we'll say, 13. Uh, that's 246 yards per game. He can go I think that. that Shador can flirt with that for sure. Yep. Single season touchdown record, Cepho, also in 2014, 28. Shador threw 30 as a freshman. <laughs> I mean, uh, this isn't fair. <laughs> this isn't fair. I'm not going to say he's going to set every single season, every single single season record in Colorado football history. Um, I think over 20 is is what I'm hoping for. I think we set it uh, the line at 25 in our predictions article. Sheesh. I'm Even not, then, I'm not picking against my guy, number one pick <laughs> in the draft. <laughs> Even then, 25 would be good enough easily for second most in a single season. It's crazy. I mean, one thing to remember about Colorado is our heyday – we were a triple option school. Yep. Um, and even in the Cordell Stewart, Rashawn Salam era, which was a little bit after that, um, they still had a lot of those concepts. Um, you, you saw a little more of Cordell in the shotgun sometimes, but it was still, I mean, Rashawn Salam ran for 2,000 yards and won the Heisman. Like it was still a, right. we were historically a running school. So our passing records aren't going to be very impressive. Yep, it's time to reset some records. It is time to reset some records. RJ asks, have you guys heard anything about Deuce Robinson? I've heard rumors about him being interested, but no CU offer, I don't think. Not to be confused with Deuce Robertson, who is already on the team? I think so. Okay. 
Um, so Deuce Robinson, 6'6", 225, five-star tight end in this class, ranked the best tight end. Um, let me see if CU has offered him. He's got a ton of offers, obviously. Um, a lot of offers. He's <laughs> <laughs> got an offer uh, from everyone. Okay, we can move on. From but that. no CU, actually. I don't see CU. Interesting. Um, he's not committed. Uncommitted, and he's what class? 23. Oh, boy. He's got nine days. From I mean, Arizona, Pinnacle, Arizona. I would yeah, I would assume he's... I'm, it's so, I don't know what to say. Because... I don't know if recruits actually do this stuff, but if I was a five-star tight end, I would be looking at the Sean Lewis Kent State tape, and I would have a serious question about what is the tight end's involvement in this offense. Yep. Now, of course, the coach can just say, oh, we're changing it to involve more tight end. Right. But even Sedu Traore is, in my opinion, more of a seam-stretching tight end than anything else. Yep. Um, and that... I don't want to like uh, like unrecruit him, but like that's not the best for a guy who has NFL aspirations. Right um, now, there that is being used a lot more in the NFL these days than it ever was before. You have guys like you know Albert Okwebunam getting drafted and and that sort of thing. But I'm in terms of a five star guy, I just envision those types of guys going to tight end type of schools, right? Such as Georgia, who's you know just which doing is, insane things with tight end. Which is where he's got multiple crystal balls too. Okay, there you go. Georgia and USC. That was an easy one. Sign yeah. me up to be a crystal ball expert. I just look at there a guy I'm like he's a five star tight end. He's probably going to Georgia. <laughs> that's not a outrageous guess though. You're not <laughs> no, really throwing a no, dart. No, but that's what I'm saying though. I'm saying anyone can <laughs> yeah. say that the five star tight end is going to Georgia. Right, right. Uh, next question. Ben Kowalski, what's up with Isaiah Rubin? What did his tweet mean? Uh, stand by. It's the world we live in. Um, Isaiah Rubin, um, he said two days ago, we come in dot, 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 hashtag SCO buffs. He spelled SCO wrong, though. Oh, no. He did it the Oregon way? SCO, yep. Um, oh, oh, wait. Is this the guy? That was also maybe, maybe my favorite part of the destroying video. I think I laughed harder the second time when destroying goes... What is Sco Buffs? And then he's like, oh, it's Let's and Go put together. And he's like, oh, I'm from Florida. I thought it just meant we're going to go Sco. Yeah. Sco, a touchdown. Yeah. I was like, double meaning. I like this. Right. Um, okay. So this guy, I want to make sure because he put out a top eight not too long ago. Yep. Okay. This is the guy then. So Adam said that he is very interesting or anxious to visit Colorado. He listed Colorado in his top eight. Oregon, CU, Michigan, Washington, Utah, Arizona, Auburn, Texas A&M. He likes him some Pac-12. Where is he from? He is from... Uh, hold on. <laughs> Stand by. Stand by. Um, but anyways, I think uh, there's some mutual interest. And he's 2024. He's 2024. 2024 four-star from Las Vegas, Nevada. There you go. Pac-12 country. Mm -hmm. um, visiting this week, maybe? He's got a lot of time to figure it out. He does, but I just, with the tweet, we come and scope off. Yeah. Um, so I think Adam had another tweet about him, actually. Let me try and find this. Damn, Adam's giving the goods on Twitter these he days. He is, yep. Um, okay. No, it's just this one from actually not too long ago, an hour ago, and it's that article... Blue chip, 2024 blue chip cornerback prospect, Isaiah Rubin, anxious to visit the CU Buffs. I don't know how anyone who is a cornerback would not be anxious to visit the yeah. CU Buffs. <laughs> True. Which leads to this question from Abe. What do you guys think of CU being called a cornerback university or CBU? Yeah, or if you just spell it with like it's one word, it can still just be there CU. There you go. Still CU. Cornerback university. Uh, I think it's the proper term. For a school that has two of the ten highest rated corner recruits in the history of corner recruits. That's what I put for our copy when I tweeted out the Cormani Travis graphic. Yep. CU to CBU. Absolutely. Might as well just go with DBU and start raking in the safeties while we're at it. Yep. Yep. Jimmy, my guy. Are you guys doing a show on National Signing Day? Of course we are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Lock it up. Lock of the century. 
kind of sad that signing day isn't the same as it used to be. Like, but early signing day was lit. Like, there's a world. It was. There's a world in which like the old signing day is happening, and like we're doing a live show that like starts at 7 a.m. and just goes all day. Yeah. <laughs> right. Ah, uh, man, that would be a long day. It would. That's essentially like that's what they're doing at these schools. Mm -hmm. You know, like. The media team for CU, they'll they will still, regardless of it being a lesser signing day, they'll have to end up getting there at like five a.m. because that's when the first facts will be coming oh, yeah. in from the East Coast or yep, whatever. Right. So, everyone think of them on signing day. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. I'm really excited for it. RJ asks, "What do you guys think of the mm. Ed Reed situation?" Great question. And do you think Prime adds to him to the same role he was at Miami as an advisor? So this is, um, there's two sides to this. One, I think the situation is bullshit, and I think that uh, Ed Reed got screwed, and that makes me mad. Yep. Um, like, I don't know. It's kind of the same thing with Coach Prime, right? Like, <clears throat> he calls it like it is. Uh, and Ed Reed, maybe even at a higher level, yeah. calls it like it is. And obviously, he come, he, his delivery is a little different than Coach Prime. But when you hire Ed Reed, like, you hire... Everything that comes with Ed Reed. Yes. And I think it's super, super weak that Bethune-Cookman changed up and was like, wait, I don't know if we want this guy saying this and that about us or this. Like, instead of thinking about, I can't believe that Ed Reed complained about his office being dirty, you should be thinking like, damn, I can't believe we left Ed Reed's office dirty <laughs> yeah. when he came here to become the coach. So um, I'm super bummed for him. There will definitely be another opportunity for him somewhere. Um, and the other side of the coin that I was going to say is I sure hope, at least for right now, that opportunity is at Colorado. Um, any possible way we can get Ed Reed involved with the Buffs, I am so in on. So I hope that, you know, there can be something there. But even saying that, I'm super sad that he got screwed like that. Yeah, shame on Bethune-Cookman, man. Uh, not only was his office dirty, he had to go clean the practice fields, too. They don't even have a practice field at this point. And just the leadership there, I mean, what are we doing? Now you, not only is this a mess just with the current head coaching situation, what about the kids? The yeah. kids, it's, we're coming up on February, and these kids don't have a football coach now? And they had 25, 26 recruits on campus last weekend? And have the audacity to fire Ed Reed when you have 26 new players on campus? That, that's how you kill a football program, 101. Yeah, it's just really, really lame. Um, loved Coach Prime reaching out. Loved the passion yep. from Ed Reed and what was a really unfortunate video of him just reacting to that and sharing it with his players. <clears throat> but, man, huge bag fumble by Bethune-Cookman. Yep. Would love to see Ed Reed here, though. So one more question, guys. Angela asks, what do you think about the CU coaching staff being full of head coaches? With two more head coaches coming, Mike Zimmer and Willie Taggart, is CU staff on par with BAMA? <laughs> All caps, BAMA! I don't know about that yet, um, but I'll say this. Any other place, I would say, oh, you, sometimes you don't want to bring in too many alphas because you have you know, a Mike Zimmer trying to upstage your head coach. That will never happen at Colorado because no one is dumb enough to try to upstage Coach Prime. Mm -hmm. So I think it's great. Uh, and it also shows you that despite what everyone wants to tell you, Coach Prime is not all about his own ego. He's willing to bring in experts in their field to surround himself with people who can help him. Someone who has an ego problem does not do that. For sure. Coach Prime said he was going to try and build the best staff in the country, and he got pretty He's, damn close to yeah. doing that, if, if not doing yeah, that. For sure. Sean Lewis still being underrated. No matter how much I talk about how great of a hire that is, it's still being overshadowed by, of course, all the other amazing things that are happening. I honestly think people just don't know, though. Because people, the way people talk about this team and they bring up 1-11 and and all this, it's they don't realize that a yeah. former head coach who ran one of the best offenses in the country is now the offensive coordinator at Colorado. Yeah, a, a lot of people are running their mouths without knowing shit. Yep. As it tends to happen this way. <laughs> Um, that it? That's it. All right. Uh, thank you all for watching. Make sure you hit that thumbs up, hit that subscribe button. Also, subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Yes. DMVR Buffs or just search Buffs on Apple Podcasts for the first one that shows up or there. Or Spotify. 
or Spotify. Uh, follow the DMVR Buffs account. We are very close to 10K. Follow Jake DMVR at Ryan Konigsberg. 303 likes. 303 Fitting. likes. Not a bad start to the week. Nope, not at all. Uh, tomorrow we're going to need you guys to show up, though. I think you're really going to enjoy the show. Hell yeah. Be there at uh, 3 o'clock? 3 o'clock. Be there right on time. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.